They stalk by dawn, early lights. The Chattanooga Driving Show team moving stealthily through the dusty, dirty streets of downtown Hard Scrabble, Chattanooga, Tennessee. <laughs> they walk doggedly. Arf, arf, arf. They walk ruthlessly. Oh, I wonder where Ruth is. They climb up the 13 marble steps to the heavy granite door of their headquarters. The home of mystery, the home of suspense. They lift the heavy obsidian door knocker and say, hello, is there anybody in there? Your door knocker fell off. And an old man comes to the door and says, what's all this brouhaha? <laughs> Don't you want your door knocker? I already have one. This is yours. See, I told you. You see where we're going here? This is with the, the whole theater <laughs> oh, yes. of the mind it's thing. It's all becoming clear. It's, it's coming back to you like a wet kiss on the end of a hot fist. The theater of the mind that is the Chattanooga Drive-In Show. The reason that we have to bring a little extra something special, special today. The reason that we're bringing, the, I mean, these acting chops. I know, right? These acting chops. Arf, arf, arf. Arf, arf. I mean, right, <laughs> boom, immediate, immediate Academy Award nominee right there. She gets handed Thank it. Thank you. Yeah. Pitt hands over the yeah. Academy Award. For, for, for no, no doubt, because this is sweeps week. This is this is the big ratings period. It was a toss-up between podcast. Kristen yeah. Stewart for Spencer and Jen Lambert <laughs> yeah. for Bark, Bark, Bark. It's... it's <laughs> Yeah, it's it's Arf, big, sorry. big ratings book period, big sweeps week. So we're b bringing out all the big guns for the show today and all week long as this this last week of of October is upon us and we're looking at the time change coming up and we're going to bring out just all the special stuff later on this morning. As a matter of fact, we have a special two-part interview with the beloved uh, side character, the barista, uh, from friends, Gunther, uh, and and uh, it's a two-part interview with him. And Did you we get out your Spiritcom and your Ouija board. We, we we set it up a couple of days ago. I haven't talked to him in the last couple of days, so I'm assuming that it's still on. Oh, um, not uh, funny. Uh, diving, diving into also yes, <laughs> a, a multiple-part series with Sir Lawrence Olivier still living. In the Caribbean, a lot of people don't realize that with Marilyn a, uh, Monroe. I have a phone interview lined up with Brian Laundry. Uh, and and <laughs> later on later on today, uh, I know you're into uh, the master's classes. You you spend money inexplicably on master's Actually, classes. Actually, it was a Christmas why. gift. I don't spend any money at all. Well, marksmanship with Alec Baldwin coming up a little bit later <laughs> on. All live from Lodge Cast Iron Studio, the Lodge Cast Iron Studio, the Chattanooga Drive-In Show daily, at least as far as today. <laughs> and now how not to handle a gun. Entertaining information, informative entertainment. For you and urine out there in the listening area Monday through Friday, and we sure do appreciate you guys tuning in as you do. We're ready and able every single morning at 5 a.m. ready to go, and this day is no different. Welcome to it. And, Russell, welcome back. And, Thank you. And, Duana, I think uh, everybody was, was very tickled 
Good. was meeting for so many people, met for the first time. <laughs> you know, somebody very important to me in my life. It doesn't like, you know, the human behavior, human brain does it. Doesn't seem like it was that long ago. But when you start thinking about it, my God, I mean, whole lifetimes, Russell's entire lifetime, mm-hmm. you know, lived without hearing Dewana Young's, you know, voice on the airwaves. And it was a real blast from the past for a lot of other people. It's and nice a lot of people, a lot of people got a real kick out of her sense of humor, her story about Byron DeLay Beckwith. That was, that's, <laughs> that's precious. There's no doubt about that. B.B. Uh, King, the O.J. stuff. But welcome back, Russell. And Thank I'll you. go ahead and we'll get started today. And just I'll ask you the standard question. What's happening? Well, Jeff, two people were killed in weekend shootings while I was gone. The Chattanooga police confirmed two people shot to death in the city over the weekend. CPD says the first occupied, uh, first occurred, I'm sorry, on Germantown Road on Saturday just before 5 in the evening. The victim, a 21-year-old Tawan Billups, EMTs at the scene pronounced him dead. Then on Sunday morning, the police rushed to the scene at Arlington Avenue, where 25-year-old DeMarquis Bell was found grievously wounded. He was taken to the hospital, where he was also pronounced dead. The CPD are asking for the public's help in gathering information. If you know who's responsible, call 698-2525, where you can leave an anonymous tip. And the CPD says that a pedestrian and several bikers were injured in a crash near Bonnie Oaks Drive. The police say one person got off his bike and attempted to slow down oncoming traffic so a group of bikers could turn into a parking lot. He reportedly then stepped in front of a car and was hit. His body then slammed into several other bikes, causing injuries. Erlanger was briefly locked down as the group arrived at the hospital and emotions ran high. The driver of the car, which hit the bike, was cited for DUI and arrested. And now from the Chernobyl Exclusion Zone, it's Off the Hook with Dave Hooker. I'd just like to get ID'd. Dave Hooker, Off the Hook Sports. How about Tom Brady throwing his 600th touchdown pass. He's 44 years old. 600 career touchdown passes. Hasn't happened before in the NFL. It's beyond historic. The closest quarterback to him is Drew Brees with 571. And it looks like Brady could play two or three more years. Again, he's 44 years old. I get sore if I have to step over an extension cord. But not Tom Brady. He's still playing in the NFL at a very high level. As a matter of fact, after winning all those Super Bowls in New England, he decided to go his own way. It's risky. We've seen a lot of players look bad in new locations. He didn't. He went to Tampa Bay, put together a team that believed in him, and the rest is history. A Super Bowl already, and Tampa Bay is one of the favorites to win again. Did I mention he's 44 years old. You're actually watching history right before your very eyes. Either that or the whole human geome is changing. I'm Dave Hooker off Doug Sports. <laughs> Did y'all know he was 44 years old? Tom Brady or Dave no, Hooker? No, I didn't. He's 44 40 years old. 44. An old dude. I would believe Peyton Manning is 44, but not Tom Brady. It's not that old. And just I mean, it's old for football. For football, yeah. As Off the Hook Sports host Dave Hooker said, you're watching history being made right here, right now, in this very second, right here in the moment. Here is a check for $50. Hey. $50. Made out to the Chattanooga Drive-In Show's Kickstarter campaign. $50. From my friend Tamara Lane, Tamara Pierce, who married Tim Lane, 
both uh, fellow graduates from Bowden High School in 1978. Wow and uh, went down to the uh, uh, the big game. We were playing Mount Zion. Mount Zion, not normally in our league, but they were 6-1, and one, Bowden 6-1. and one. Let me tell you something. The Bowden High School athletic program has stepped it up. We got a brand new field. It's all turf. We got a brand new, uh, we wouldn't call it a jumbotron. We'd call it a kind of a- It's just a tron. Um, uh, we'd call it a midtron. <laughs> A middling tron, but I mean, I mean, for us, it's a pretty big deal. It's really nice. It's a two light bulb deal. I mean, and the the paint on the actual turf pops off like nobody's mm. business, and we have special effects. Our band. When I was in school, remember, I graduated with a class of ninety. We had three hundred and fifty people in our band. Whoa. Band was very respected. So about high it school wasn't was uncool. No, it wasn't. It oh. just everybody participated. I mean, there was one hundred percent participation. If you didn't play sports, you were doing something else, and being in the band wasn't uncool. Mm-hmm. I mean, they had great parties. Nowadays, the band. I mean, I think there was maybe thirty of them. Mm. It was sad. Yeah. Other than that, the man, the special effects. I mean, every time we scored, lights went on and off, and it was like a strobe <laughs> show. I thought it was at U two. My, it uh, was great. Yeah, my mom played band actually in high school for the different games up in Michigan. But it was it was really uh, a nice time. My two cousins, my two oldest cousins, were both inducted into the Hall of Fame. Hey, congratulations! There's the, the four of them, of course, Craig Roop and Michael Stripling, my cousins, inducted into the uh, Hall of Fame for Bowden. They have a little ceremony out there. Now you got the pictures. I did, and I posted just them. Just got them. You got the pictures, now, yeah. and I'm just going to ask the question. The lovely wood paneling. 1978. 78 <laughs> is great. Bowden High School. That was the exact same wood paneling that was there when <laughs> I was there. That was the Ava Sewell Hall. That was the gym. That was our basketball court. That was our gathering place. That's where we went whenever we had to have formations, presentations, any kind of Asians, and it's still there. And tell me. That when you saw that picture of all that beautiful polished hardwood, you didn't think, Carrie. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Tell me you did. The didn't. red streamers. I'm yes. telling you, red streamers coming <laughs> off air because we're red and black. We're the red devils. We're the home of the mighty, mighty red devils yeah. where there's a screaming demonic presence around every corner. <laughs> and I'm telling you, it has not changed at all. And that's the first thing. Every time I walk in there, I go, Carrie. <laughs> And if you go look, go look and tell me I'm wrong. Yeah, tell me I'm wrong. It reminded (laughs) me of the the TV show Freaks and Geeks. I love that show. Oh my goodness, it was a very very uh, very good time. Had ball. Thank you so much. And you had a good time. I had a great time. Uh, You went to see your first uh, hockey game. I did. What it was was hockey. It was actually hockey. And that guy went out there and dropped that little black thing on the ice and disrupted everything. <laughs> I know. People were, it was a really nice MMA show, and then all of a sudden they took and out they, these Suddenly sticks. they started trying to get the, the black thing off the ice, yeah. and everybody was fighting over it. Yeah, it was bizarre. No, I went up to uh, Pittsburgh to see my girlfriend and her family. I got to see her hometown for the first time, so that was cool. Very cool. Um, and, yeah, we went to see the Penguins play the Toronto Maple Leafs, and uh, if you watch the game uh, on ESPN or whatever, I guess it was on ESPN, right? It'd yeah. be on something. Yeah. If you watch the game, uh, you, be, and you follow wow. the Pens, you probably would have thought that they had no chance of winning because all of their good players were off the ice. And that's what everyone was telling me going in is, you know, don't get your hopes up because it looks like the Pens aren't going to win this one because all the good players are off the ice. Well, guess what? They won 7-1, to one, and because they won during a particular two-minute period, I won a free Big Mac. 
Now, now <laughs> Georgia was off this weekend, and uh, I believe a game was played between two other Southeastern Conference teams that sometimes get some attention around here, but it's been a while. It's been about 40 or 50 years since that game meant anything. Brian, am I, am I thinking right? It was the the orange ones versus the stupid ones, or is it the well, I, I call winning them both ones stupid. <coughs> Pardon my voice. I call them all both stupid ones. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, another yeah. predictable beatdown, Alabama. Yeah. Over Tennessee. Tennessee showed up. Braves are in the World Series, everybody. How Tonight, about that? Game one. How about that? That's part of, well, that's part of why my voice is gone. Your voice is, is truly terrible. And then the, the the Titans destroying the Chiefs. So I've a lot of talking. A lot of yeah. I mean, I mean, the, the Chiefs, of course. Yeah. I mean, just I mean, the 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 team that nobody could beat two years ago, last year, everybody. This was the team of destiny, and the Titans just made mincemeat out of them. Mincemeat out of them. Tennessee showed up for a little bit in uh, the first quarter, first part of the second half, and then Alabama showed them exactly what it means again for men to have to play with boys. That's 14 straight. <laughs> that's, a hell of a, that's a hell of a season. Portions of the show brought to you this morning by RC2 Realty Solutions. Add the .com to the end of that, and you got all you need to deal with that distressed property that you have been so worried about. And you know, if you've got a distressed property and you have already hit the chain, You've hit the end of your rope. You don't know what to do. You have no more skills. You got no more money. You don't know what to do. Call Robin, please. Get in touch with her, rc2realtysolutions.com, rc2realtysolutions.com. Robin spelled with a Y, ring spelled with an I, and she will help you sell, renovate. Maybe if you're wanting to buy or invest something, you know, fix it up, she can hook you up. That's what she does, the Chattanooga Driving Show, featuring moi, the communicator, the voice of the morning commute in the city and region around Chattanooga for the last three decades. Uh, Jen Lambert, Russell Stroud, Dave Hooker, Brian Stone, Jeff Greenspan, and Taft Sibley. We are due some outside looking in. Yes, we do. We are. We are due yeah. some outside looking ins. I've been missing those. What's the Me deal, too. you bastard? Yeah, he's come on, on assignment. I will. I will call <laughs> Yankees, him today. Yankees. Yeah, you can't Yankees. trust him. I was up, surrounded by him. Up front wrap up. Up front wrap up is uh, he's already played the the music and we just kind of just bypassed it and that's when we do the. Uh, the biggest stories of the day, and we try to get them up front and early for you, just in case you're in a super big hurry this morning. And everybody's got a couple here, I'm sure, brought to you by the Sports Barn with its three locations in our town since 1979, when the Ooh. fitness craze first actually began. People were so scared of Jimmy Carter and inflation, they just started running, and they never quit running. I'm coming and, for y'all. They, they got in better shape. Said Jimmy and Carter. somebody say, hey, you know, this kind of works for me, this losing pound. And then I'm, I've got a beach bot all of a sudden. So 1979. I'm going to train so I can beat up Jimmy Carter. They got three locations for you. And, of course, weight training, personal training, anything that's real that's trendy they get on and they stay on it and if it's uh, something that really truly helps somebody they will not get rid of that program as long as there's two or three people wanting to pursue it now uh stories wise just going to throw stuff at you very 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 fast here some of this will seem somewhat important some of it will not seem so important but it's all got some connection to our world we'll be talking about it more later mm -hmm. if not today World's largest oil producers, Saudi Arabia, 
announcing over the course of the weekend it will get to net zero greenhouse gas emissions by... 2060. 2060. Oh, okay. 2060. Mm. When our, I hit retirement. Our, <laughs> our, our, our goal of 2025 and 2030, mm-hmm. we were thinking, boy, that's optimistic. We must really be somebody. <laughs> I mean, we're going to really get down there. We're going to knuckle down. We're going to get this thing done. We're going to reverse this entire historic hum- human tide of global climate change and the things that we've done to erode and degrade the planet, and we're going to get it done within five years. Saudi Arabia said, screw it. This is what we do for money. This is what we do for a living. <laughs> Fossil fuels, that we're going to suck it dry until the earth is a husk and there's nothing left except just burning planes, and then we'll <laughs> declare ourselves to be carbon emission free. Well, Saudi By the year Arabia, 2060, when all of y'all are dead. Saudi Arabia knows exactly what happens with climate change because they're already at the end point. They live in a desert. I, and, and, and the prince of Mohammed Saudi Arabia, he said, yes, yes, yes. He said he will personally plant 450 million trees. He did. Right. He said, personally? He said that <laughs> with he his will, hands? He will personally see 450 million trees planted but when you just take a good old pecan tree and stick it out in the middle of the Sahara Desert, it doesn't do worth a damn. Yes, so planting all those trees isn't doing anybody any good. They're just going to end up with more tumbleweeds. Habibi, as I speak, I will plant these trees. All right, uh, another one. This is kind of an odd one. Uh, the Congressional Sportsman's Group has endorsed a clear cutting clear cutting plan. Oh. Uh, Not and a this, cut clearing. No, no, no. This is this is in White County. Sparta is in White County. Sparta is a beautiful little town. Imagine the demographics of White County. White is it's very white. It's very <laughs> rural. It has Virgin Falls in it, which is a oh, gorgeous, been. beautiful, yes. beautiful place. It's where he uh, oh uh, forget Heath Schuler, the chosen one, Heath Schuler, when he was playing for Tennessee, you know, and he he had to go into the woods like you know Jesus went into the wilderness for three <laughs> days and pray hard as to whether he was going to come back for another year or go play for the pros. And he came back and he decided he was going to play for Tennessee, and they they didn't win the championship, <laughs> and then they lost. But the reason it's a surprise this this plan is because. Nobody knows about it. Nobody signed off on it. The people that are actually in charge of the sportsman group, it is literally the Tennessee Sportsman's Caucus. There's an also a, a congressional a congressional sportsman's caucus. caucus. Neither one of them have taken up this this idea, this concept, this piece of legislation. We've got people like Mike Bell, who we know, Bob yeah. Freeman, who we know, yeah. Jim Cooper, who we know, yeah. all sitting on these these you know organizations, and they're talking about a massive clear cutting campaign that has got most fishermen and sportsmen and hunters in an uproar. Well, yeah, an absolute uproar, fierce opposition, saying, "What are you doing? We're talking about hundreds of thousands of acres." What are you cutting? Where are you cutting it? What are you going to do for beauty strips? What are you going to do for natural markers? What are you going to do for for the pathways and byways and other ways for the animals to get around? What are you going to do for migration? What are you going to do for mast? None of this has been discussed. They have got the cart so far in front of the horse, it's clear that this bill has been bought and paid for by somebody. Someone in the logging industry. And people who have real names and real pull and real weight 
at the state capitol are sitting there on these groups going, we don't know what's happening. How can this how, happen? How, how, is this, how is this being pushed forward without us having any information? Yeah. I pose the question to you, all you young cub reporters and, uh, and, and aspiring journalists get out there and ask some hard questions to these people. What the hell are they talking about? Sparta and, and Virgin Falls was the first time I ever became aware of the concept of a beauty strip. In other words, you could be on a trail and think you're completely surrounded by wilderness in all directions, but really just 120 feet on the other side of that you know, group of trees is a clear cut that looks like the surface of Mars. Wow. And that's what they do. They, they make sure that you can't see the destruction that they do with these surface mining operations from the road or from the trail. It's really just very easy, uh, tricky visuals. Yeah. You get in the air and you see it all. You see the destruction. It's one. It's kind of like a stage show, you know? They yeah. have the little forced perspective things going on. Do you guys have anything you would like to jump in with? No. I, I wish that I did, but... Uh, no upfront <laughs> wrap-up at all? Uh, I mean, we're going to get into the um, Alec Baldwin I thing, know we right? Will. Yeah, we're so going to get into a deep dive I'll hang on, on to that one. I read up on that while I was and on then, the plane. <laughs> yeah, and then the Brian Laundry thing, too. I yeah, mean, that's been interesting. Yeah. Well, and i got two more that I'll throw out there at you then. We can talk one. about Laundry now since it's an upfront wrap-up. We we're can. not doing the deep dive we, on we, that. We, we can. We can. Go ahead. Okay, so Brian Laundry, well, remains that belong to Brian Laundry were discovered. Half a skull. Half a skull. Yeah, well, that's all you need. That's all you need to bring him back. Well, not to stay alive. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, but half a skull was found on a trail uh, that Brian Laundry, of course, the man who's accused of, of killing girlfriend uh, Gabby Petito, uh, although he's not been formally charged with that. That's what everyone seems to believe he's done. Um uh, the, the skull was found near belongings of his on this trail in Florida, and they've been positively identified as belonging to Brian Laundrie. Now, a cause of death has not been determined, so did he kill himself? Did he fall asleep and his head was suddenly in the mouth of an alligator? Uh, did he fall in, and break his head open? I, no one knows right now, so cause of death is still being determined. But because his remains were skeletal, it seems that most of the time they were looking for Brian Laundry, he was already dead, as pretty much everyone already thought. I know, yeah, well, I know, our own Brian that, yeah. here in the studio was a big proponent of yeah, <laughs> that theory. Gator balls. He broke the news <laughs> that Brian Laundry was dead. <laughs> and don't they say that, you know if he, he's submerged in water that that will disintegrate the tissue? Very much so. so yes, there. So faster. The, the area. That's a good point. Thank you. The the area that he was found in was submerged a couple of days prior. So when a body is underwater, it, it does degrade a lot faster than yeah, it would it above ground. Soup. It becomes a soup, yeah. And there's fish and things that nibble at it. There's little microorganisms that eat away at it. Crawdads. Crawdads, yeah, they're big into that. Oh, it's always lovely to see a body pulled out with crawdads coming out of the right. ears. Nice. Uh, why half a skull? Did, I mean, what is the speculation that he was munched on by something after his death? Well, or he got cracked in the that. head. He got cracked in the head, and that was the result of the death. Mm, well, it could be uh, either yeah, one it could is be either way. Either one is likely, but Skulls my are hard. My personal theory is that he did himself in, probably you know, sliced his wrist or something. I don't know. Uh, and then his his body was eaten by alligators, and then that area was submerged in water, and so there's next or to no trace. he took something. Yeah, that could you know, be too. He, took, yeah, a, man, he just, took a deadly cocktail of some yeah. sort. Well, the point is, he did himself in in some way. Is yeah. my theory. 
uh, some way Coward. other than I'm saying it, <laughs> yeah. it it's it's it does it takes quite a bit to crack a skull. An alligator's jaws can do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so could a dog's jaws, as mm-hmm. far as that goes. But so could a boat paddle. So I just you do, you I do wonder. I still do not understand the parents. I don't get the parents' reaction at I, all. I think that we won't know until much later what their motivations were. I mean, as a parent, you know that your first instinct is to protect your child. So. And, and they had a lawyer advising them too, so they're going to do whatever the lawyer says. They brought his car back. Yeah. So they knew he wasn't coming back. They had to know, right? But did they think he was on the run going to Mexico, or did they think he was just going to go on a camping trip, or what? We don't know. No right. one knows. I have one more here. Um, this is the strangest story. They are recalling thousands of bottles of aromatherapy. Have yeah. y'all seen this? Better homes and gardens. I, I yes. just looked at it. Yes. What is it? Because I'm into aromatherapy. Well, it's Better Homes and Gardens Lavender and Chamomile Essential Oil Infused Aromatherapy Room Spray with Gemstones. How does a spray have let me, right. let, let me say. Let me say this worried. again. Better Homes and Gardens Lavender and Chamomile Essential Oil Infused Aromatherapy Room Spray with Gemstones. You can buy it at the CDC. You can buy it at the CDC. You can buy it at no. Walmart. It's sold at Walmart. It said, I'm the sorry, CDC. you can buy it. At, you can buy it at CVC and Walmart. And then it says the CDC huh? said, <laughs> sorry, it was sold for about four bucks. So that should aro- be a warning sign. Four dollar, four dollar aromatherapy. <laughs> yes, Centers um, for Disease Control. I'm here for my room spray. <laughs> and uh, and they have recalled thousands and thousands of bottles of it. Now, interestingly. When it is translated into French, the name of it is oh, Contorted Death Mask of Agonizing Pain. Oh, and wow. I just would think that this would probably not <laughs> only sell we well. That. Yes, not <laughs> sell well if people only knew. Now people are dead. This isn't funny. No, y'all. this is a consequence. This is of no a, war. It, it, this isn't even as funny as the Gunther thing was. I can't believe you guys. <laughs> this is a, a consequence of a lack of French <laughs> the education story's in America. Not funny. The, the people you're were the from Georgia, <laughs> Kansas, Minnesota, Texas. Two of them, thank you. One, a child. Uh, oh. One child also got very, very, very sick. Well, the reason is because of a bacteria. M- Don't Melio- forget that. Melioidosis. There's an I in there that doesn't look like it belongs in there. Melioidosis. That's the only way I can think of to pronounce it. Is that one of Martin Sheen's kids? Rare in the United States and usually is because of contact with contaminated soil and water. What that contamination would be, I do not know, but don't take it and spray it in your face. Get your contorted death <laughs> or, mask or and agonizing, you know, pain. Unless you you're in the home of someone you really don't like. Wow. Who sprays that in their face anyway? I don't, I don't know what you do with aromatherapy. And don't you it's use a room it? spray. You don't but spray it you in don't your use face? it on yourself. Is cologne not aromatherapy? Is <laughs> no. Is, is, it's a room is spray. Patchouli not aromatherapy? Patchouli is an essential oil, which could in fact be turned into aromatherapy. Sure. But the purpose of but this is to be put, a room if you're spray. You're putting patchouli on. You take one little droplet which lasts a week. So yeah. when I go into one of these these truck stop bathrooms and I no, hear no, that no. that squish squish sound, I go, oh no, because here comes old, old Spice and Febreze yeah. and a massive tidal wave, a tsunami of, 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 of nasal assault. If you're going yes. to buy essential oils to make your house or your body smell good, 
Okay. Go for the good stuff. All right. Not the uh, better swore We all knew how to play. Everybody done got one. Everybody done got one. And this is how it feels. Where'd you get that ring? That's a party ring. That's my party ring. Everybody's got a party ring. Show is bad. Show is bad. Everybody got a party ring. Show is bad. I told He's got five interchangeable stones that all have aromatherapy. You smell them, they smell like some. This one smells like licorice butter. This one smells like Newport. <laughs> this one smells like a truck stop. Mm. Going spit, spit, spit when you walk in there. <laughs> I told my girlfriend's parents Sorry. that story about the party ring. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was the funniest thing. Uh, one day I'll tell it again so people will understand <laughs> and not we're think not, I'm being offensive. We're not just being racist. It actually am, makes sense. I am for this. I am not I'm not against it. I am for it. I'm for it. I'm not against it. President <laughs> Trump is starting his entire own social media site. It has been how long since he's been off now, Twitter? I, I thought he was going to start his own social media site like he's already three years done, ago. He's already started three or four times. Yeah. All of them aborted attempts. One of them was a blog. And then you had, of course, the pillow guy. Oh, he started yeah. his, and that pillow was just an absolute, an just a complete This is going to go away, too. You I, just watch. He said yesterday, he made a big announcement. He goes, here we are. You know, the Taliban has a huge presence on Twitter, yet your favorite American president has been silenced. <laughs> this is unacceptable. Oh, my gosh. So on uh, Wednesday, uh, tomorrow, <laughs> uh, apparently... Well, there, is, there is a bit of a point there that the Taliban can have a Twitter account, but the former president can't. It will be launched officially. TMTG. Teenage Mutant what? Trump Media and Tech Group. Oh, that sounds like something that Weston Womp would have come up with, oh, you know, before he we decided there already? to run for, for, for county executive, He's for running. county mayor. I know. Yeah. I had to admit, no, that sounds like something he would have come no, up I'm with. No, I'm explaining it to Russell. No, I'm saying, are we, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was, I read the headline. Yeah. Oh, I Trump, said, are we going there already? Trump, about Trump Media and Tech Group, all right, and uh, they have these things, they're going to call them Daily Truth Socials. And I mean, this comes straight out of the out of the Greek fraternity, you mm. know, world, <laughs> the world of Greek organizations. When you have a social, you get together all the girls who are too nice to put out, and you stand around and you have polite conversation as they drink mimosas, and the mimosas get stronger and stronger until suddenly they start getting giggly and the bubbles start to tickle their nose, and then the fun starts to really happen. Mm -hmm. So socials usually turn into, you know, some kind of bacchanalia. And so that's what they're hoping will happen. Bacchanalia. Yeah, I mean, that they, they'll, they'll keep the truth standing around and flatter it until it gets drunk, and then it'll actually start saying some things of worth, and we can actually get into some really good discussions. Now, I would love to be inside one of the truth socials just as an observer and a participant just to be able to throw my two bits in. I feel like that's not true. Oh, I'm serious. No. I mean, okay. I, I mean, there needs to be some 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 other viewpoints thrown in there. It doesn't need just to be a great big old fat echo chamber. I will absolutely so the, not support it in any way whatsoever. I want to go. I want to no. go. I want to go. I want to go. How, how do you get invited to one of these things? I've ne ne never it. having done social media. You sign I, up for it. I don't know. Yeah, I imagine you just sign up, but I don't think it's launched yet, has it? 
I don't know. Well, this is announces launch, so maybe it has launched already. The original uh, name in the Spanish is actually translated to uh, Narange Pini Flacid. And I'll let you guys <laughs> look that one up. Narange Pini Flacid. Uh, uh, so I've taken every, enough uh, Duolingo to know what e- that means. Everybody's got one, and that's my editorial opinion. I think it's a great idea that the president's going to have his own Trump media and tech group, and they're going to have tech socials, and they're all going to have fun, and they'll wear, wear togas and probably it's blackface. Yeah, and they uh, have 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 old <laughs> Southern, you know, <laughs> cotillions yeah. like that on the grounds. It'll it'll be great. That it, old it, time religion. No, actually, it, it is it's it's good. It is good news because some of the the crazier aspects of the the Trump. Um, Davidian world, not the people who actually support his policies and think that he is a a qualified president and he's still a world leader and he has ideas and he has worth. And I understand those people have very valid opinions and they are worthy of being considered. But then you got the nutcases. Well, we'll have them all in the same corral so we can keep our eye on them <laughs> and we can go ahead and figure out that one's worth listening to. This one needs to be kind of cornered off. It's actually here. like a CIA operation for yeah. monitoring. <laughs> <laughs> and brought to you by Chattanooga Safety Products on Highway 58 next to the Hungry House. It's All your game. industrial safety footwear and PPE needs. Safety begins at your feet at Chattanooga Safety Products. And again, <laughs> don't let it get confused. If you hear something you do not like, you don't agree on this show, you get in touch with Jen and she will make sure that your comments will be either read on the air, we can get you recorded and have your own voice do them on the air, we'll get you in here in the studio and let you come in and have some equal time. Yes. We want you guys to understand that you will be treated well, you will be our guest, and you will get your point across. Blink you're going to need abused. some PPE if you join Trump Social. It's like a Truth Social. When you go to the social, is. they make you play games for money. Anyway, get yeah. in touch with me, Chattanooga Drive In Show at gmail.com. Oh, we did play horrible games at socials. Terrible, terrible games. Cornhole. Well, that was before then, thank God. Uh, I was not subjected to cornhole. That. That's just a stupid game for stupid people. I'm not going to go that far. I saw some cornhole holes. The, the name leaves a lot to be desired, I can tell you that, coming from my neck of the woods. I duh the duh category it's just two very simple ones they're very small little stories I've actually had them for a little bit there's this story on Adele the other day and I'm fascinated with Adele she's very talented I believe she kind of got above a raisin there a little bit and you know tarting herself up and wants to be too pretty and just what happened to that just ballsy singer it was that's just letting I'm gonna, her go. I'm gonna interrupt you for a second mm. I've Here never been that much of an Adele fan huh. it's just not my cup of tea what? however if you do like Adele I urge you to check out Yebba Y-E-B-B-A is her name it's Abby backwards Yebba she's better than Adele well she she revealed okay. the other day that her prized possession in life. This is Adele, who's you know multi platinum oh, artist. Prized possession in life <laughs> is a, a little is a little bitty shadow box about this big, with a wadded up piece of gum in it, and it was Celine Dion's gum. Oh, <laughs> and Celine Dion was doing carpool karaoke with what's his name. 
Oh, that that Gordon. does carpool get karaoke. Yeah. And he knew he had Adele coming in next, the next guest, and he knew that she was a huge Celine fan. He got Celine to spit out her gum into a piece of paper and sign a little note to Adele, and now it's in a little shadow box, and that is her prized possession now. She goes, Charming. There you go. That tells you, A, that celebrities are just like us. They're just as weird as us. Uh-huh. They have just as many peccadillos as us. They have strange likes and dislikes just like us, and they often make no sense just like us. I also like read about, about Adele that her favorite meal of all time is McDonald's. That explains a lot. What kind? Which one? McRib? Big Mac. She only gets to eat twice a a a month. And she eats one once a week. You know what they call a Big Mac in France? Yes. Le Big Mac. Mm -hmm. Oh, Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, something I found out about What do they call French fries in France? They call them crisps. They call them frites. (laughs) They call them crisps. Well, then they call them they call them chips. They're called frites because that's they're the French. They're called chips. That's right. Whatever no, they're, not. they're, they're called. called frites. Royale. Frites. They're called fries. <laughs> royale. They're called frites. What is wrong I, with and, people? And, and, and the other duh. And the other duh moment is. Well, wait, wait, wait. No. I found something. Fish and chips. What do you in think that is? France. In France. Chips. You said right. in yeah, French. Yeah, yeah, Whatever. Yeah, yeah, something French. else I found out about Adele real quick. She used to be heavy. Really. Yeah. <laughs> no way. I, I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. uh, the other one is. Anyway, is, go ahead. I am not a fan. I, I am un. I'm just like you. I'm just like others. Now, Rebecca raised in the '80s. Oh, if I could only just steal enough of the old pictures to bring in and show you. <laughs> I'd love to see them. I mean, she <laughs> was. She would chase me. There would be a high speed chase down the road. She would never let me get out. I mean, with the. I mean, hair up in a waterfall going in this direction, <laughs> a waterfall in that direction, and poofed up, poofed up, poofed up, poofy sleeves, poofy elbows, poofy pants, you know, uh, you know, uh, what do you, like, MC Hammer parachute, parachute pants, pants yeah. and day glow colors for days. Very much like that. Yes, yes. S- similar is, to that right there. Is that a picture of you, Jen? This is my 80s glamour shot. Oh, I don't know but, if you can see that or not. No, the camera But yeah, I mean, but, I mean, rouge, makeup, heavy, 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 heavy. Everybody wants to look like, you know, Madonna in Who's That Girl, yes. right? Yes. All right, Was so it who's, got, who's that girl? Are, are desperately seeking desperately Suzanne seeking Summers Susan. or something. Yeah. But anyway, I hate 80s hair bands. Hate them. She grew up listening to them, so she's still reaches for the motley crew she still reaches uh, for the no. for the yeah twisted sister she she can't help it it was twisted that, sister. that's like twisted that sister. music she loves good music she she shares my musical taste but i can't stand hairband she grew up with it so she still gets the same kind of nostalgia buzz from listening to that old crap you know <laughs> it is crap i'm that, sorry that i, that I do you. from listening to you know disco and stuff well, Nikki Six mm. has written a biography. Oh, she has. She certainly <laughs> he, she, they, <laughs> most definitely have. I don't know what his pronouns are. It's a he. I don't know what his pronouns and what, what, are. What 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 gets me is that it's just literally called the first twenty one. Nikki Six of Motley Crue has written a biography about the first. 21 years of his life 
How interesting could that have been? Not very. And the what he says is is the it's 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 subtitled Nikki Six Looks Back. I don't want to see anything <laughs> standing behind Nikki Six. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> if something, if somebody, we if a, if if, if a human being or an animal is standing behind Nikki Six, I have a a hunch something terrible is about What's to happen the, that he, I don't want to see or have burned into he my also memory He officially cells. changed his name to Nikki Six. What's Did the you know uh, that? What's the executive of Columbia Records doing standing behind Nikki Six? Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> and Mick Mars, y'all may not know this, but actually lived in Chattanooga for years. Did you know that? The lead guitarist? She did. The really, really, really ugly one. Uh, <laughs> out of all the ugly ones, he was the ugliest one. His girlfriend uh, was from Chattanooga, huh. and he just lived in Chattanooga, completely unknown again, without the uh, you know fright makeup and the, all the wiggery. Nobody knew who he was. Oh, wigger. He okay. just going down to the you know food city, going down to the to the beverage barn wherever he needed to go and. And be Mick Mars, I you guess. I think he got angry. He's like, "Do you know who I am? What, I'm no, the guitarist." Because even, even Motley Crue fans didn't know who he was. Yeah. He was the <laughs> least admired and least liked amongst them. They probably still can't tell you what his name is. He lives someplace in Tennessee. At least just know. write him another ticket. And by the way, before we go any further, I am serious about this. Dead serious about this. Yellow Racket Records. Back with us, we are building the Ooh. world's most excellent jukebox, WMEJ, the world's most excellent jukebox. We want you guys to go find the links to the best songs on the planet, not the overplayed crap that everybody else plays, but it could be the same band. It could be a different version of that song. It could be a live version. It could be a cover version. It could be a new remix of that song, or it could be just a deeper cut from an old album or just some killer new stuff that's out there that you know your friends would like if they could only hear it, but radio stations don't play music anymore. They don't play any new music anymore, so you have to come to us, the podcast, the Chattanooga Drive-In Show, the podcast built to replace radio stations in the morning and replace TV morning shows to get the world's most excellent jukebox. Brought to you by Yellow Racket Records on East Main Street, an anonymous donor also who chose to invest in the Chattanooga Drive-In Show but gave the advertising time they purchased over to local charity organizations. Habitat for Humanity, Chattanooga Girls Rock, and A Step Ahead, the very definition of Chattacentric. And a big old shout-out to all of our other podcasters. Day Fire, we're going to have one amen tomorrow, I believe, don't we? Don't we have... A podcaster coming in tomorrow, the we civics a, person? We have a podcaster coming in on Friday. Friday, okay. We've got the Chattanooga civics uh, guy coming in uh, during the break. Stone on air, people of Chattanooga, what? Um, the uh, 9 one um, what? What, what? And then the what uh, podcast, all of them. And, of course, when you go to fredpodcast.com or jeffstylesamerica.com, you still get to go to all the old rockyologies and storyvilles that are all uh, archived there as well. What are you doing? What are you doing? It's the segment of the show where we say, What are you doing? It's a community calendar. What you are doing. And you too can send in your suggestions for this, that, or the other thing. 
I'm just going to throw some real fast ones as we get closer and closer. Hey, I've re-extended the invitation for the for the grand ghost story. I do have my own ghost stories, and, and they've been told before. One, I could actually squeeze in and tighten up in time to be able to say and get it done on the air during a regular show, but the rest are a little bit too lengthy. But I really want to try to get Rick in to tell that, and I have not talked to him since uh, we lost him the other day because of his nosebleed, but I hope it works. All right, so anyway, Dia de los Muertos hey. celebration, the Day of the Dead celebration. Uh, this is a very real thing in parts of Mexico and uh, other parts of Latin America. Creative Arts Guild Spiegel Pavilion. This is down in Dalton, Georgia, October 29th. Bring a photo or memento of a loved one to place on the community ofrenda altar to be blessed by the traditional dancers. Costumes are welcome. This is a very real cultural phenomenon south of the border and one that we have kind of slowly started to pick up. Uh, Generosity in Action. Brainerd Crossroads at the BX. Austin Street launch of mission-focused uh, initiative to meet needs of city residents through Christian generosity. All right, this is the generositytrust.org organization, October 28th, Generosity in Action. Halloween on the Green. Everybody knows where the green is. That's the big lawn down there at the river, uh, 191 Chestnut Street, straight down. We're actually kind of just catty-cornered to Chestnut on the other mm-hmm. end of town here. They're going to have music by Fantastic Confabulation and Orchestra Macuba. Pumpkin painting, cakewalks, and all that stuff. And there's some things going on for you, for you and your folks out there as Halloween approaches. Also, tonight is the Ooh. Serial Killer Trivia Night at Ooh. Jack Brown's Beer and Burger Joint. Oh, I would that. Which is located at 818 Georgia Avenue. If David Berkowitz and Eileen Vor- Vornos... yeah. Are familiar names to you, this night is for you. Oh, this night is for also, me. Also, <laughs> uh, uh, Aquascarium. Aquascarium. At the aquarium? At the aquarium. Oh, appropriate. <laughs> this Thursday, uh, the 28th, and Friday, the 29th, uh, it's $35 from 4 to 7. There's going to be treasure hunts and decorations and costume divers and pre-filled candy bags. Cool. Well, you don't get to fill your own? In no. New Jersey, they uh, they have to fill it for you. Anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, they are filling it for you. Yeah. It was They're a dumb pre-filled. joke. Anyway. I got two hours of sleep, all right? Okay. Just, just move on. Brian, please, play the bed. <laughs> Pimp's Corner. <laughs> Being being saved by the music there, <laughs> I, I was I was wondering what was happening too. I, remember, I'm the only one that actually eats candy corn. Somebody puts yeah. a thing of candy corn out there. Everybody's greasy, grubby hands go in it. So does mine, and I yeah. bring it out and I just eat it, eat it, eat it, eat it, eat it. I actually don't mind candy corn. I like candy corn. No, like the joke is that in, in New Jersey, in New Jersey, they fill your bag for you, like your gas tank. I don't get it. Okay. I don't get it. it. Made sense in my head. Apparently. Bad joke. I'll go home and we'll we'll have your head examined. Talk to my therapist. Pimp's about corner. This. Pimp Jen. Pimp Jen Lambert. She is the pimp because she's been selling my butt out on the streets for a couple of years now. And you know what? It's about time I got a price hike. 
Really? By the time we started going up, yes. All right. The quality of the goods has how actually much is, increased. How much is your ass worth now? Uh, more. <laughs> more than it was. I can tell you that. When I get up out of the bed this morning, I would think, I ain't getting paid. My ass ain't getting paid nowhere near My enough. ass worth more than this. Yeah. Uh, brought to you by People's Home Equity. Don't start your search for a new home until you're pre-approved. That means you can save time, you can save money, you can save stress, you can save worry, and you can get a guide as you move through the complicated jungle of today's housing market. And all that gets covered with one phone call, 5919801, 5919801 to Bruce Dodd and or Trevor Glass. Chatmortgage.com is the website, chat2tmortgage.com. And the Pimp's Corner, booze to use, hoorays and yays, what you got? What does the pimp sandwich say to the rest of the lunch? I don't know. Chips better have my money. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I thought it was funny. (laughs) I like it. it. How come you guys laugh at that one? I like it it because that one actually was funny. What you said, I still don't know what the hell you're talking about. Well, David Lynch would have laughed. I'm pumping gas in New Jersey. I did did candy corn. I don't know what the hell was that. All right, so just a giant yay for... It was the Mothman. (laughs) For Jim Oliver, the smokehouse (laughs) up at uh, Suwannee. They now have a new venue. It's called the Smokehouse Patio and Grill. Open Friday, Saturday, and Sunday with live music till 10 o'clock. Their loss was over a million dollars. That's crazy. It was was, was sad to see. But they have recovered. It has taken a long time. It took weeks for it to quit smoldering. And then got everything kind of scraped over to one side. And, I mean, as soon as they could get something open, they would open it and keep on working. How long has it been been now? A year? Uh, yeah, a little over. Yeah, yeah, a little Maybe, over. Yeah. Well, anyway, yay! Congrats to them for uh, for getting that back together. Um, I went to see Dune. I am been I have been forbidden to say Shh. anything at all about Shut it. Shut your mouth. But I will say this: Shh. it it brought in forty point one million dollars at the box office. That's it. Which it extremely exceeded ex- expectations. They thought thirty million would come in. Mm. Uh, more than that did. I saw it at the IMAX. I highly recommend the IMAX Was rather than HBO Max because well, you really do need that big screen that's, experience. That's yeah. that's the thing is, I mean, we almost started to watch it on regular TV. I decided, no, I, I, I really want to see it on the big screen. Mm-hmm. And at this point, you know, a weekend's gone by. People like Jen who have nowhere near as much interest in the story as I oh, do, I do have now. gone to see it. and. I'm thinking we may actually go ahead and watch it on the small screen tonight and still go make a big screen, yeah. you know, showing so we can get the full effect and do it with the kids. We we wanted to do it like we always did as a, as a family, you know, yeah. a big gathering, go down as a group and just couldn't make it happen with everything going the way it's going. But, no, I, I'm super, super, super pumped up about it, no yeah, doubt me about too. it. With all yeah. the things going on. Now, uh, that's that's a yay for sure. That's a yay. That's all a big right, yay. Right. And then the other thing I had was Alec Baldwin, but we haven't really talked about that well, yet. Let's, we'll, so see, we'll get that for the deep dive. Yeah, we'll we'll I, wait. I, I, let me just also say real quick, um, when Jen mentions you know her address, you can get in contact her with your comments. Your I don't think that was right. I'd like equal time. I'd like to have some, some say-so on that. That's mm. not the full story or whatever. You also 
can as a business just plain say, hey, I'd like to buy some advertising on your show because clearly it's a superior show to everything that's on local radio. Clearly it is a far superior show to all the syndicated stuff that's out there on radio. And without a doubt, there's just no measurement between the quality of this show being excellent and the quality of morning TV shows, which has just got awful terrible. So can I come on and advertise? And her answer would be, why, gee willikers, yes. Absolutely. And how would they do that? Well, gee, Professor. You can email me at chattanoogadriveinshow at gmail.com or you can message me through the Chattanooga Drive-In Show Facebook page uh, and leave a message there on Messenger. We take Venmo, we take Zelle, uh, the Kickstarter, I mean, the the check that my friend gave me that was from her and her husband, they listen every day. I, I mean, this is at the football game. Yeah, and they give me a check, and I said, y'all don't that. have to Aww. do that. I wasn't looking for that down here. They go, well, we get up every morning and listen. So, I mean, we, wanted to, nice. we wanted to give our bit. I mean, we, we enjoy it. So, for those of you who get up and listen to the show and it means something to you, kick us over a little something, please, because we're about down to 20-some-odd days of the Kickstarter campaign, and we've got to hit the goal or we lose that money, and that would be a shame. There's a lot of people who have already given what they could. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, if you can, please join them. It's just we're not asking that much. Kickstarter, all right, Venmo, Zelle, if you want to buy into things. And, again, equal time, just get in touch with her. If you do want to... If you do want a Venmo, send that to uh, 423-635-3557, and that will make it to our bank account. There you go. New podcast all about being better versions of yourselves, ourselves, sharing stories and lessons from successes and failures. Join Bruce Dodd as... He walks us through learning to be intentional with our money, our time, our thoughts, our relationship, our very life. The intentionallivingproject.com, and they are the ones that bring you the muscle flex, where Russell the Love Muscle flexes his muscle, and Russell Stroud is here now. Hello. This is a very short one, because uh, like I said, I was out of town earlier, but this one caught my eye. On the flight back home last night, a coup currently underway no not at the u.s capitol but in sudan a country known for its coups in fact they've had several in the last 10 or so years but a coup is currently underway in sudan where the military has dissolved a civilian rule according to the bbc arrested political leaders and declared a state of emergency the coup leader general abdel fatah burhan has blamed political infighting protesters taking to the streets of the capital of Khartoum and other cities there are uh, and in other cities there are reports of gunfire military and civilian leaders have been at odds for a long time uh, because of uh, Omar al-Bashir the longtime ruler he was overthrown two years ago and a uh, trans transitional government was then set up and it was supposed to transition from military rule back to democratic civilian rule well as the tide was shifting toward that democratic civilian rule something happened and the military decided they wanted their power back so army and paramilitary troops have been deployed across the capital khartoum airport is closed international flights suspended the internet also is down and that brings us to an important point that uh, that extends to us here at home because i always try to bring things back home at least a little bit even when we talk about sudan the internet is something that we take for granted as a communications tool because everyone in the room 
uh, except for me, grew up without the internet, right? Like Jen didn't have it, Jeff didn't have it, Brian didn't have the internet growing up. I did. Uh, and so I take it very much for granted that it's just always going to be there and is always going to work as a communications tool. And so when the threat of government or any entity taking away that access is there, it's it's an entirely, it, it, it's a horribly frightening concept because then your communications tools are gone. And so we have to safeguard against uh, that kind of action by uh, a government or a private entity. The internet is to the point where it's become a utility and it is for everyone. Uh, it's just like running water or electricity. It's not uh, so much a subscription service that you can live with or without. It's something that is a necessity for everyday life. So uh, don't take it for granted and also guard it uh, well. And uh, yeah, that's my muscle flex. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, that's it. When it's gone, we're at a loss. We are. Even those of us who are technophobes and don't overly depend on it, don't use it, we're at a loss. My contacts are gone. Think about I can't communicate with anybody. I, yeah. I, I, I am literally stuck. There's no landlines. There's no landlines left anymore. Remember not too long ago we had that big AT&T outage and a whole bunch of places couldn't take credit yeah. cards? Yeah, yeah, that yeah. That was a yeah. nightmare. All right, so... Mountains looking at each other. I'm going to do just a little bit of reading today. This is a, a, a column out of the Carrollton Times Georgian. Oh. And uh, this is Mountains looking at each other, the storytelling uh, part of the, the show. And uh, it is brought to you by the good folks at Guardian Investment Advisors, Gary Thurman and Tide and all of his crew out there handle my money, my investments, my wife's investments. They can handle yours. You can trust them completely. They've been doing it for a long, long time. And they're very, very good at what they do. They take it very conscientiously. 710-9199. 710-9199. Now, trust me, Gary loves me. He, We're very good friends, but we're very different politically. He wanted to make show that show, make show enough that this show would be a good, worthy vehicle to carry his name. Mm -hmm. And so we had a good long talk, and I said, of course, we're going to you know, still have disagreements about politics. But, yeah, I mean, this is going to be a high-quality professional show. He listened for a little bit, jumped on board with us. We're so glad to have him. So uh, they're good folks. They're total pros. Gary and the folks at Guardian Investment Advisors, 710-9199. This is Mountains Looking at Each Other. It is... Memories of the old Bowden Theater, and I will fly through this. And the guy's name is Bill Fordham, and it really is just kind of a little nostalgia buzz, not just for people like me or people from my hometown, but people who have memories of old school theaters in their old school towns, all right? Although we seldom go to the theater to see movies much anymore, it's not really our big form of entertainment like it used to be, movies or moving pictures have been around in one form or another since the early 1900s. According to Wikipedia, eventually almost every town had a theater in America at one time. started thinking about this while helping the Bowden Area Historical Society relocate some old vintage seats there were once in Bowden's old movie theater. There's a reason this kind of comes around. Mm -hmm. These seats, some old playbills, a black and white picture of the marquee, the building that housed the theater among a few of the remaining mementos of the movie house ceased operation in the late 50s or early 60s. Judy Rowell, who I knew very, very well of the Historical Society, said a few years ago they received a call 
from a lady who asked if it was okay to take a picture of the building where the theater was located. She said, well, yeah, sure, we're one of the few towns in Georgia where the actual building that housed the theater still stood, and so they came by, started digging around, and according to a history, check it out, of the theater written by the late David Roop, my Uncle David. Oh. The one who passed away not too terribly long ago, Uncle David, the one who ran the wholesale warehouse, and his wife, Nelva, who I saw this weekend, that was her son, Craig, that was being honored, cool. once owned the theater. It was an operation in Bowden as early as 1925, a venue enjoyed by students at Bowden College as well as other townspeople. Uh, Bowden College operated from 80, 1857 until 1936, and it had a pretty good long run. But back to the movies, Roop's history was written for the Bowden Historic Preservation Commission as a part of a project to record histories of downtown businesses with additional information. And uh, he said, we lived about 100 yards from town on Johnson Avenue and made it easy for me to hang around the picture show. <laughs> the theater was located at the corner of West College Street and Johnson Avenue. That was the gathering place. Every Saturday, every one of my good friends and I would go to the picture show as soon as it opened and stay until it got closed or until our parents came and got us. <laughs> that was the day. That was where they were. Uh, we didn't remember if movies were shown during the week, but there were never any on Sundays. You could, you could take that to the bank. Nothing on Sundays. He said um, admission was 10 cents for adults, 5 cents for kids under 12. The show included a double feature on Saturday, a Western and a detective mystery show, a newsreel report, cartoons, and, yes, previews of coming attractions. <laughs> he recalled such show f features, and they had some cutouts back in the back of Tom Mix, Roy Rogers, Lash LaRue, Gene Autry, Hopalong Cassidy, Bob Steele, Fuzzy Knight, Sergeant John, and Froggy. I don't know who that is. Uh, Rube said he did not remember who first opened the theater, but he knows that the guy that he worked for, his name was Lynn Lovern, eventually sold to Senator Eb Duncan uh, of Georgia. And here's one more thing. Roop wrote that he went to Carrollton every Sunday morning to pick up movies from the Carrollton Theater. Now, he charged 15 cents for adults and 10 cents for kids and was open Saturday and Sunday afternoon and weeknights when he took over. Roop sold the theater in the late 50s. It eventually closed. But while helping move the old seats, Tom Upchurch, interim president of the Historical Society, said they had too many fond memories of this stuff, so they now have the seats where they once watched Ben-Hur sat out there in a special place of honor on the actual hardwood. If you go and look at our Instagram posts of the old gymnasium where we used to play high school down there. That's so, so cool. So I think, I, think, I think it's neat that the town understands that its history is important and more towns need to save it and not demolish it. Mm -hmm. Just plain simple as that. Regional Roundup. Tennessee American Water Company has been providing quality water to the Chattanooga community since 1887. At the end of every pipe, they know there's a family counting on them to provide clean, safe, reliable water for their health and comfort each and every day. That's why at Tennessee American Water, they take pride in keeping your lives flowing right. Just stuff from around the region. COVID-19 death rate in rural Georgia now double what it is in the urban areas. Wow. Complete flip-flop. GOP lawmakers fear vaccine mandates could hamper 
TVA. In a letter to the president, Joe Biden, four GOP congressmen, said the reckless mandate for all federal employees to get the COVID-19 vaccine could force drastic staff cuts at the Tennessee Valley Authority, which supplies electricity to nearly 10 million people. Does anybody here believe that the electricity is going to be cut off because some people quit? Uh, no. no, not at all. Check this out. Also from the Times Georgian in Carrollton, Georgia, a column by David Carroll. David Carroll. Wow. David wow. Carroll's footprint as a columnist reaching far out there. David Carroll writing, get used to it. Basically talking about witnessing a site, enjoying a fast food lunch. Manager was at the next table interviewing a job applicant. They were chatting before I started, and the conversation continued. After I left, I got the impression the manager did not want to let the person go. Essentially, it's about the working situation. Yeah. People looking for work, people looking to get out of work, people looking to quit work, and people trying to keep people from quitting work. But an entire column from David Carroll surprised me to see it down there in the Carrollton paper. What a, what a, uh, what's the word for someone who's done a lot of stuff? What a guy who's done a lot Renaissance of stuff. Renaissance man. Renaissance man. <laughs> Renaissance man. Uh, one more quick one here uh, from just regional uh, roundup. This one's especially for you, Jen. Oh, yeah? It says, thank you, Rhonda Thurman, for inspiring our children to choose and read these great books. <laughs> There's nothing like telling a teen that they're too young for the content or that there's something nasty they shouldn't know about that incites curiosity in this age group. Yeah. Maybe it's it, reverse it's psychology. Such filth. It encourages parents <laughs> to read the books too. Please keep making yourself look stupid by paying attention to ideas like this and let others on the school board deal with important issues. It's true that Tom right Sawyer. On. That one's right to on. you. Tom Sawyer is the Grand Theft Auto of books. I have one. Uh, this is from Red Bank. Uh, it says, I'm glad to see Red Bank moving forward with another commission vote to ease alcohol sales for restaurants. There are a myriad of ancillary antiquated laws, ordinances regarding the sale of alcohol that are also set up for charge. The vote, the vote passed four to one. The one against is Ruth Jeno. She's determined to keep Red Bank in the doldrums. I don't get it. Thank goodness that that new blood is in charge or she would still be mayor maybe she's a recovering alcoholic don't be so judgmental it's not i didn't write it i know uh, we have a bunch of shotgun shout outs here i'm going to save them for tomorrow because none of them are timed out to be have to be today top of the pops today i don't have one do you guys have one no, and we need to get out of here. I know, I know, I know, I know we do, and that we want to get to the deep dive. Let me just say this. The only thing top of the pops to me is you guys are going to have to start thinking, and I'm going to have to start thinking. We're all going to have to start thinking. I'm going to be missing some time very shortly, too, because, you know, Rebecca's got to have some major surgery right. coming up, and this is what y'all yeah. don't know. Yeah. Maybe some of you don't. Uh, we thought it was a total knee replacement. She's been living with pain for years and years and years. We were so excited to get the idea, to get the date, mm -hmm. November 8th. They're finally going to do a total knee replacement. Nobody usually jumps up and down about that. Well, she went in last week, and guess what? They discovered that it is not her knee. Uh-oh, what is the it? The problem actually is in her hip. It's a deeply embedded problem. There's a twisted place inside the bones and the joints deep inside her hip. Uh, She's no. going to have to have a total 
hip replacement. Oh, oh wow. And they now think that that will actually completely cure the knee that it has been transferred pain all this time huh. and when they fix the hip she'll be able to walk correctly so the knee will not have to be bothered but what it means is it even going to be a longer recovery time and there's no way I'm going to be able to come in here for at least a week or so yeah. maybe two while I'm taking care of her. So mm -hmm. we have got to put our minds together and figure out how we're gonna make that work. That's okay. all I'm saying. Deep dive. All right. This is it. And this is the strangest dive, story. Dive. I mentioned it, you dive, know, dive. yesterday, mm -hmm. very briefly, with when, when DY was in and I mentioned the fact that uh, when Brandon Crow died, uh, excuse me, excuse me, uh, Brandon Lee Oh, yeah, Brandon died, Lee, on the set of The Crow. Uh, on the, set, on the yeah. set of The Crow and how that happened. And that's clearly not what happened here, and it was a very freakish thing. And they took dum-dum bullets, and I explained this. Dum-dum bullets are just the bullets that look real, and they use them for close-up shots when some bandolero, you know, is, and, and bandita was putting the, the cartridges in his gun for the Benny twirls the cylinder for <laughs> yeah. the big showdown. And but there's no there's no charge. It just looks like a real bullet. Those things are poorly made. They're not really made to be shot, so they're kind of toys. Sometimes the bullet actually breaks off, and when they're emptying the cartridges, they don't pay any attention, mm -hmm. and so you still have a projectile lodged in the actual, you know, gun. That's called a squib. And then you take a blank, which is just an explosive charge with no projectile and you stick it in there so it will make the bang noise but now you've actually got a projectile in the barrel and it will shoot it like a musket mm -hmm. and that's exactly what happened they shot brandon lee square in the heart with a gun that they did not think had anything to shoot yeah it was only going to go bang and it was because the uh, head armor was out sick that day and they weren't supposed to do that shot nope nope and mm. but but this would this is even worse this is terrible this is miles worse so what appears to have happened is there was a shot that they were practicing this wasn't actually meant to be a filmed shot this is just them setting up and getting ready to do the shot shot meaning two things now in this uh, circumstance uh, where the actor in this case Alec Baldwin was doing some cinematography uh, uh, you know some setting up of shots where he's holding thank you he's holding the the firearm and they're getting the focus and the tracking and everything right and uh, he pulled the trigger on the gun maybe that's what was supposed to happen in the shot I don't know and instead of it just going bang and there being no projectile or it just going click because they're just setting up the shot, it goes bang and the director of photography is shot and she dies. She was shot and the person behind her was shot. Yeah, he was injured. That's right. So, I mean, literally, this, this was a powerful charge. But, but this is what I don't understand. The words cold gun. Mm -hmm. We know all of the players the man who handed him the weapon and said cold gun which means is unloaded mm -hmm. that 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 should have stopped a a series of scenes and motions at that point when the actor picks up the gun again somebody should have shouted action before they started again was it required for him to point the gun at his 
camera person and pull the trigger, or did he just plain pick up a, what he thought was a toy gun and point it at her and pull the trigger just like happens in America every day when people are accidentally shot dead by unloaded weapons. Yeah, quote-unquote unloaded. Yeah, I, I do not know if which was the case in this case. And this is a great time to stress the importance of, even for people who don't like guns, I think should have at least a cursory knowledge of how they work and what not to do with one. Because you don't know when you might be handed one by someone who's just dumb and says, here, take this. You know, uh, and if, if they say it's unloaded, don't trust. Do them. Do not trust them. No, always Ever. check. Always check. And responsible Ever. gun guys will check it and then hand it to you, and you check it because you have to know for yourself whether or not that chamber is empty or loaded. And you always treat every gun as though it is I, loaded. I have no problem with Alec Baldwin. I don't. I know he's super, super, super. You know, to the left mm. politically, a lot of people can't stand him. I think he's hilarious. I, I think his, his acting chops are very, very good. But, I mean, I don't really care about his politics, but I do care about this. What makes a grown man take a firearm capable of shooting and aiming it at any living human being and pulling the trigger if they do not mean to shoot that person? There is no call for it whatsoever. I guarantee you it was not written into that script to shoot the camera person. Yeah, I agree. It sounds to well. me like he just was messing around and I'm way out on a limb here and just playing, hey, bang, bang, you know, <laughs> you're dead. And, and, and knew her very, very well, knew her husband, mm -hmm. knew her kid. It's just a tragedy, but why else would he have aimed that weapon purposely at her if not to be joking around. Well, and regardless of politics, this is not some, something that I would wish on anyone. No. No matter no. how much I agree or disagree with them, this is not something I would want to have happen to, to anyone. You know, but going you know, through, if it was Clint Eastwood or if it was John Voight, I guarantee you there would be people on the other side going, see, 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 uh -huh. I told you so. You know, because they're all pro-gun, pro-second <laughs> you know, amendment rights. Yeah. I well, it's a failure would. on the armorer's part, too, because the armorer should have checked that and made sure that it really was a cold gun before handing Alec Baldwin the gun and saying, Well, and apparently the armor had had issues before on other sets. That's right. I, I, and apparently they were using that same firearm for target practice earlier with live that's ammunition. That's insanity. That's what I'm saying. That's why, crazy. why do you have a live firearm that shoots real ammunition on a set anyway. Exactly. Well, that's, For what possible reason that's do you really, actually have a real firearm on a movie set? No, that's really common. That's not unusual at all. Most, mo I would venture to say all uh, all movies that have guns in them, they're, they are real guns, but they are never, ever, ever supposed to have any live ammunition, live ammunition. anywhere near those prop guns. The prop guns are real guns, but they're only made to be used, meant to be used, for movie purposes, never to be loaded with real ammunition. Investigation continues. Um, we're just going to say, um, oh, we're out of time. We're out of yeah, time. Yeah. Sorry, Brian. <laughs> um, we're out of time. I uh, appreciate you guys tuning in to the Chattanooga Drive-In Show. Chattanooga Drive-In Show found at every single podcast launching platform available and known to humankind. Don't forget to go and add your musical selections to the world's most excellent jukebox, the world's most excellent jukebox over there at Yellow... 
I keep on wanting to say yellow submarine. I keep it's on yellow saying racket it. records. I've been trying to call it if yellow you'd submarine like to do from it day from one. Home, yellow racket records, of course, you do it from home. You can post to our Facebook page. You'll see it. And you guys have a good day and a good week. Don't forget, we're we're in special sweeps week. And we're we're in the big ratings diary book period where we're having to bring out all the stops. So special interviews and all kinds of special important yes! bonus Not stuff. Yes, hell yes. <laughs> exactly. Nice. Little things like that, just little extras like that that you don't get from other shows. <laughs>